Well, just in case you are looking around the pews and wondering, it is pajamas and pancakes day. So if you are under the age of, let's say, 11, maybe 12, you might be in pajamas and a robe, maybe. Anybody? Raise your hand if you're in PJs, because you look super comfortable. Nice. You look super, super comfortable and cozy, and I'm so sorry that I'm not in my PJs and robe today, but I'm glad you're here. My name is Marion Brown, in case this is your first time here, and uh, I am lead pastor here of Chapel Roswell. And in case this is the first time, well, actually, I know this is the very first time you've been in Chapel Roswell of this year. (laughs) So I want to remind you that Chapel Roswell is a modern expression of a historic faith. And today, we're going to lean into the historical part. Because historically, our denomination, our faith, our tradition has been highly liturgical. There are set scriptures. There are set prayers. There are affirmations that the church universal has. There was a man named John Wesley, and he was an amazingly devout and good Episcopalian priest who loved all things high church But then some moment, he went a little rogue for the day, and he decided to bring the word to different people in different ways. And of course, that movement went on to be the, what we know as the United Methodist Church. In its own way, in its own way, at that time, the Methodist movement was a modern expression, too, of a historic faith. It was a little relaxed, or more relaxed, than what Wesley and the Episcopalians were used to. And over the years since, we have relaxed it a little further. Maybe we don't use the same words of liturgy Maybe we don't sing um, all the same songs. Maybe we don't say all the affirmations. Things have changed. Words have changed. Melodies have changed. Music has changed. And that's all really good. But every now and then, it's also good to be reminded of the liturgy. It's beautiful. And there's great power and great connection in it. Because that's really what the community of saints is about. Knowing as a church universal, the people that were and the people now and the people are to come will all be gathered around that same liturgy and the same affirmations of faith and the same prayers and scriptures. So today, we will join in that liturgy. And I know it's a little different, I know. But John Wesley began his year the same way every year with a covenant renewal service and with communion. And so we, as Chapel Roswell, we will do the same. And it's a little different, I know this, I'm gonna repeat it again. I know it's a little different than what we usually do, but I invite you to be open to it. 
We will read together the same covenant service that many before us have read and many after us will. And it's actually been a part of the tradition of this campus, of this worship in this church. And then we'll go into this beautiful liturgy of the great thanksgiving that we're given. And everything you need will be on the screens. So have no fear. You do not have to do any of this by memory, unless you want to. So if you are a liturgical person, inside your heart should be going, yes, this is my Sunday. If you're not, and you're skeptical, and you're thinking, oh no. Just be open to it, because it really is a beautiful thing. And there will be words that you know, and phrases that you know, but essentially what this is, this covenant service, what it is, it's, think of it as a New Year's resolution for your faith. It's a theological set of things you promise to do for the year. And within the words, there are five promises that you will make. Five. It'll be very clear. And in case you want to keep these five promises in front of you all year, have no fears because in our wonderful weekly newsletter, we will put them in there word for word from what we say today. So if you want to keep these faith promises all year, you may do so. So I'm going to invite you to first hear the words of scripture and then hear the words of our covenant renewal service and do as the mother Mary did when she held her baby boy for the first time. She pondered all these things in her heart. We start with Isaiah. Here's our scripture. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen, in whom my soul delights. I've put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not quench, but he will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. 
See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. And now we move into our covenant renewal service and the parts that you will read along with me will be in yellow. Hear the words of this invitation. Commit yourselves to Christ as his servants. Give yourselves to him that you may belong to him. Christ has many services to be done. Some are more easy and honorable, and others are more difficult and disgraceful. Some are suitable to our inclinations and interest. Others will be contrary to both. In some, we may please Christ, and please ourselves. But then there are other works where we cannot please Christ except by denying ourselves. And it will be necessary, therefore, that we consider what it means to be a servant of Christ. So let us, therefore, go to Christ and pray together. Let me be your servant under your command. I will no longer be my own. I will give up myself to your will and all things. Be satisfied that Christ shall give you your place and your work. Lord, make me what you will. I put myself fully into your hands. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Let me be full. Let me have nothing. I will freely and with a willing heart give it all to your pleasure and disposal. Christ will be the savior of none but his servants. He is the source of all salvation to those who obey. Christ will have no servants except full consent. Christ will not accept anything except full consent to all that he requires. And so Christ will be all in all, or he will be nothing. And so confirm this by a holy covenant to make this covenant a reality in your lives. Listen to these admonitions or promises. First, set apart time more than once to be spent alone before the Lord in seeking earnestly God's special assistance and gracious acceptance of you in carefully thinking through all the conditions of the covenant in searching your hearts whether you have already freely given your life to Christ consider what your sins are consider the laws 
how holy or strict or spiritual they are. And whether you, after having carefully considered them, are willing to choose them all. And be sure you are clear in these matters. See that you do not lie to God. Second, be serious and in a spirit of holy awe and reverence. Third, claim God's covenant. Rely upon God's promise of giving, grace, and strength. So you can keep your promise. Trust not your own strength and power. And then fourth, resolve to be faithful. You have given to the Lord your hearts. You have opened your mouths to the Lord. And you have dedicated yourself to God. And with God's power, never go back. And last, or fifth, be then prepared to renew your covenant with the Lord. Fall down on your knees. Lift your hands toward heaven. And open your hearts to the Lord as we pray. So the five promises set apart time every week more than once to be in full meditation and prayer with God and in discernment of the week that you've had and the week you want. Second is to be serious about that time. Third is to claim God's covenant that God will give you grace upon grace if you simply ask. And fourth is to be faithful and on your knees. And so it's reminding these five promises, five things that you will do every week throughout the year is in that covenant that we say our prayer together. Oh, righteous God, for the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, See me as I fall down before you. Forgive my unfaithfulness in not having done your will. For you have promised mercy to me if I turn to you of my whole heart. And God requires that you shall put away all your idols. I hear from the bottom of my heart, renounce them all, coveting with you that no known sin shall be allowed in my life. Against your will, I've turned my love toward the world. In your power, I will watch all temptations that will lead me away from you. For my own righteousness is riddled with sin, unable to stand through you. Through Christ, God has offered to be your God again, if you will let God be that. Before all heaven and earth. And vow to give my body and soul as your servant. To serve you in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life. God has given the Lord Jesus Christ as the only way and means to, of coming to God. Jesus, 
I do here on bended knee, accept Christ as the only new and living way, and sincerely join myself in a covenant with him. O oh, blessed Jesus, I have come to you hungry, sinful, miserable, blind, and naked, unworthy even to wash the feet of your servants. I do here with all my power accept you as my Lord and head. I renounce my own worthiness and vow that you are the Lord, my righteousness. I renounce my own wisdom. I take you for my only guide. I renounce my own will and take your will as my law. Christ has told you that you must suffer with him. I do here covenant with you, O Christ, to take my lot with you as it may fall. Through your grace, <clears throat> neither life nor death shall part me from you. Christ has given holy laws as the rule of your life. I do here willingly put my neck under your yoke to carry your burden. All your laws are holy, just, and good. I therefore take them as the rule for my words, thoughts, and actions. Promise that I will strive to order my whole life according to your direction and not allow myself to neglect anything I know to be my duty. The Almighty God searches and knows your heart. O oh God, you know that I make this covenant with you today without guile or reservation. If any falsehood should be in it, guide me and help me to set it all right. And now, glory be to you, O God the Father, whom I from this day forward shall look upon as God and Father. Glory be to you, O God the Son, who have loved me and washed me from my sins in your own blood and now is my Savior and Redeemer. Glory be to you, O God, the Spirit, who by your almighty power have turned my heart from sin to God. Almighty God, the Lord Omnipotent, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you have now become my covenant friend, and I, through your infinite grace, have become your covenant servant. So be it, and let the covenant I have made on earth be ratified in heaven. Amen. We are going to dig a little into our liturgical music, and using the words on the screen, sing together the doxology.
together. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Let's sing that again. Praise God from whom all blessings to the time of our liturgy of the great thanksgiving for this new year. So the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Before the mountains were brought forth, or you had formed the earth from everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. You created light out of darkness and brought forth light on earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. And when we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. So you delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ in whom you have revealed yourself, our light and our salvation. You sent a star to guide wise men to where the Christ was born. And in your signs and witness in every age and through all the world, you have led your people from far places to that light. And so by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church. You delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and by spirit. And on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. So do this in remembrance of me. 
And when the supper was over, he took the cup and he gave thanks to you, gave it to the disciples and said, drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. And so do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and in thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ will come. And so pour out your Holy Spirit on all of us gathered here and on these gifts. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. And by your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at that heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Pray with me. Gracious and holy Lord, we do, in fact, delight in the opportunity to be together for worship as we begin this year. And so be with us all as we have promised ourselves and others and you for this liturgy today. Help us find strength in times of weakness, courage in times of fear, and forgiveness in times of wrongdoing. May each of us know a new sense of freedom that comes in faith of you. And bless all of the things that we represent, our relationships, our marriages, our commitments, our work, our responsibilities, and our homes. Show us ways that you're making those things new. And for the, the things, Lord, that we need to put behind us in last year, may we remember lessons from them. And for the things we want repeated, may our actions show a greater sense of commitment to them and joy. And be with all of the things in our minds and our hearts, the names and the concerns and the situations. Lord, for those in this community of faith of Chapel Roswell, we, that we know need your love, pour your blessings upon them and where they are. And we pray all of these things in the name of the one who taught us using this historical words of our Lord's prayer in scripture. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In just a few minutes, a few moments, when you come down to receive communion, I have just a few little reminders for you. You will receive the communion kit. You want to open the wafer side first and then open the juice. And at this time, I would invite anyone who is coming to serve communion to come forward. I need one more volunteer. If someone's willing, you may join us as well. 
Um, the other thing I'd invite you to do during our time of communion, we have two responses. Always you can give to Chapel Roswell and Roswell United Methodist Church through your offering, which are ways to give on the slide and the screen. And also this year, we are continuing the tradition of star words. You may have been here last year when we did star words. So when you come up for communion, I invite you to also look around and randomly pick a star because it is the season of epiphany, the second day of epiphany. This is the season of the church when we know the wise men, the magi, the kings, they were following the star to find the Christ child. And we invite you to come and find your star. This is not scientific. It is not magic. This is just a symbol from today, but it has a word on it. And so maybe that word, you may follow it, or it may follow you throughout the, the year. And it may be a guide, it might be a symbol, it might point the way to something you don't know, or that will surprise you. But we offer this star word for your year. And along the year, along the way, if it pops up, we would love to hear about that. So... At this time, I would remind you that this is not the table of United Methodist Church. It is the table of our Lord. So all are welcome, despite any church or non-church affiliations. If you would like to receive, the table is now open. You may come, get communion, a star word, and when you return to your seats, you may remain standing.